Hi, it's Gareth here. We're off this week, so we thought we'd give you a taste of one of our other favourite music podcasts, the Nine Hertz podcast. They explore hefty sounds, and they're doing an amazing job of showcasing the sheer variety and nuances within heavy music. An excellent thing for a Monday morning or whenever you're listening to this. Um, Thank you all for listening and to our patrons and the State 51 Conspiracy for keeping our podcast going. Uh, We'll be back next week. In the meantime, enjoy this. So welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. Uh, we start this week with the return, the very welcome return um, after years and years of um, Jotnar, uh, one of our favourite bands, I think it's fair to say on the podcast. And um, when I saw this had come out, I was like, oh, I'll bet Pete picks it. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, here we are. But that was a uh, song called Shit Eater, which is a fantastic song to begin with. And um, it's off uh, their new album, Rotten Fucking Planet. Um, Pete, I mean, somehow they've got tighter, um, more melodic more jaw-dropping um this band could do no wrong and and they've like proved it again yeah and uh, you know what else can we say i mean they're not prolific it's been it's been a while but uh, you know whenever they do release music it's it, it's pretty much my favorite music that comes out of the uk in fact it's not you know it's definite it's not pretty much at all yeah, you know, I can get giddy listening to them. I can get giddy talking about them. So I probably keep this short. To be honest, it's you know, I think their self-titled album was, you know, I still maintain that's a masterpiece. Um, it's been, like I say, it's been a few years since then. So this coming out, you know, pretty kind of 
quiet build up to it just so, you know didn't suddenly appear but there wasn't much time from when the first song came out to to the full album you know and therefore if i'm going to pick it i'm going to you know going to love it i'm going to buy it you know it's going to come out on superfy on tape so i'll get that when it's come out and of course unsurprisingly it's glorious you know this is the band i adore and this is why i could go on you know i could go on in, in, in i could talk about them all all podcasts but I don't need to, I think I can keep this probably as short, shorter than any other band I talk about here because I don't need to say anything. This is Jot now, and they're absolutely amazing. Yeah, agreed. I mean, there isn't much to add. Um, they're from Colchester. Um, I've still not seen them. This is insane. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I saw them once, yeah. which, is, which yeah. isn't enough. And they, were, they were as good. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So um, I think I'm going to make it my mission to track them down this year. Um Kind of make an effort because yeah this is yeah like we say jaw dropping uh, we won't keep sort of like blowing smoke to be honest because i think you heard how good that was but you can get this at jotnar.bandcamp.com uh like we say that was off an album called rotten fucking planet um so as ever it's been a while but it's the nine podcast it's nine amazing tracks that we found over the last few weeks um and this one's a, a great example of this um we've kind of maybe changed uh, our lineup of, of uh, tracks uh in between like our little break that we've just had but um I had to keep this one in because it's just so unpleasant. <laughs> really, really excited by this. A band called Nash uh, from Bristol. And yeah, this is just um, hideously like unpleasant, isn't it? It's kind of um, like sludge scraped across the floor is, is the best way I can describe this. Um, what did you make of it, Pete? We've had a bit more time to digest this, haven't we, this week? <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, I'd love this straight away. And, and, you know, you beat me to the punch on it when you kind of, when you picked it a few weeks back, it's, you know, this is music we love. It's got that absolutely decrepit, like, gutter, you know, shamed, filthy feel about it. it, it in a way, it, not kind of, not in the sound, but just in that in that horrible feel of it. It reminds me of the self-titled um, I Am Monkey album, you know, the debut. Yeah. Like Sludge from the Sewers, you know, like, absolutely, you know, horrific. Um. You know, it's it's music that it, it kind of makes you itch. It wants to have a shower after listening. It just sludge that is, it just feels utterly despondent and broken. And therefore, yeah. you know, this is this is exactly what we listen to. Um, and and brilliant that there's another band, another band from the UK, you know, providing this, making this horrible noise. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. Uh, the the album's called uh, Low Slow Woe, and um, they sort of formed the track names. So we're gonna play slow. Uh, you can get this at Nash, that's G-N-A-S-C-H dot bankout dot com. See what you think to this.
Okay, so that was a band called Nash from Bristol. Uh, next up, we've got a band from Lancaster, Pennsylvania called uh, Homily. Um, now, I've never heard of these people. This is exactly my kind of stuff. Um, the the sort of dual aspects of the vocals here really got me, um, especially the way this song starts. But then it goes very melodic. It's got kind of screamer elements, but it's it's got a satisfying kind of post-hardcore sound to it as well. I love it. Really unusual. Yeah, I, I knew this would be up your street as well. You know, that the... You know, they self-describe themselves as black and screamo with chunky, sludgy riffs, which sounds yeah. up both our streets, really. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, like you say, it's almost got those two two sides to it. The, the first minute and a half, maybe, which is really hits you. And but you're right to point out the kind of the different styles in the vocals. You know, there's that kind of the real horrible scream against the more, like, typical screamos, um, you know, vocals. You know, there's plenty of heavier scrams bands around. You know, you select them often for this podcast, but so you know the ones who really take it to the extremes. You know, that can you know sometimes have a whether it's a faint black metal influence or you know or, or whatever. It's or even doom. You know, we've we, we've played. They're the ones who appeal to me the most, especially when it's done right. You know, I find myself getting attached to those, and Homily have done that definitely, pretty much as you know as good as anyone else has. You know, it, it, it reminds me of like Bostonaga, um, even even Jotna in a sense. That's kind of you know I, I picked this a few weeks ago as well, and at that time I didn't even know Jotna had a new album coming out. So never mind, we're going to share the same podcast. But those you know that comparison yeah. was forming in mind, not necessarily in the same sound, but just in the you know in the kind of that mix of influences and the fact that you know and of, of the same quality, you know, the same top tier. Um, it's heavy. It's emotional. Like it resides in dark places. It's you know, I'd I'd, I'd love the whole thing. Yeah, it, it feels almost like it's a strange word to use, but it's, it sounds sophisticated in a way. <laughs> like it's it's quite sort of um, clever with um, the brutality on on show, um, which is a pretty hard balance to make work. To be honest, um, there's a lot of music out here that tries to do the same sort of thing, but I think this is doing something very unique and very um accomplished so yeah really really enjoyed this um the song we're going to play is called proverbial you uh, and you can get this at homily.bandcamp.com
Okay, so that was a band called Homily. Uh, next up, we've got um, a band which I never expected to ever play on the Nihilist podcast. Um, one of my uh, clients at work, um, we kind of found some common ground the other week and um, he sort of mentioned like, oh, he likes heavy music and doom and stuff. I was like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll do this podcast. And he was like, oh, cool, I'll give it a listen. And he quite liked it. Um, and he's been sending me uh, recommendations since. And I just got a single line email the other day <laughs> saying, the Acacia Strain have done a doom album. And I, no, no link, nothing. Just, just that sentence. So I was like, okay, I remember that band, like proper, like metalcore, like maybe like mathy stuff from the early two thousands ish, like mid two thousands. I'd completely forgotten about them to be honest. I think they played Corporation back in the day when we were about um, sort of like going to gigs more regularly, but mm. did not expect them to do a Doom album and B for it to be this good um really blew my mind this one i mean um the vocals are uh, by a guy called sam sawyer who i don't think is any in any other bands but how impressive is this pete for a, for a band that play like incredibly fast you know almost like melodic deathy stuff to, to do something this um accomplished and, and um beautiful in a way is is amazing isn't it it is, yeah. I mean, it completely, you know. And I was thinking the same when, when you said it to me, when you passed that kind of, you know, the message on. Um, I, I, saying that, you know, I, I only knew them by name from before. Um, they'd not crossed over into my world at all. So, you know, while I'm surprised, I'm not coming at it with any preconceived expectations. Yeah. Um, or even like stunned by any change of style because I, I, I you know, I probably have never listened before this. Um, you know, but taking it on on face value, like without that kind of, you know, that that history, you know, you listen to it. I'm, you know, hearing like high on fire and weed eater in that kind of pleasingly slow build up. Yeah, and then and then when the vocals kick in, it's just you know, it, it, this really is sludge and doom. You know, no mistake in it. It's not inspired by. It's not some crossover breed. Just pure doom goodness. I mean, you know, I'm genuinely impressed. Um, but, you know, other than the kind of the, the vocals on this track, I notice as guest appearances from Fall of Hell and Primitive Man on the album. Yeah. And this album's on a comparable level to those great bands, which is an incredible thing to say, you know, particularly yeah. for a band who created yeah. genres. But, you know, it, that's how good it is. It could have been, um, you know, like an aping kind of sound, couldn't it? It could have been very sort of like, let's have a go at this this genre, but... This is like they're, they're clearly fans of the the music and they've kind of taken on these influences so genuinely that it sounds this good. Um, See so yeah, how I was I was really impressed and I think people are going to love this one. Um, so we're going to play the song uh, "Bog Walker." Uh, it's off an album called uh, "Fear Will Follow," um, and uh, yeah, you can listen to this via Spotify uh, or via sort of Rise Records. So uh, go seeking this out. This is the Acacia Strain.
nothing, 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 nothing. Changing everything.
So that was the Acacia Strain, a uh, song called Bog Walker there. Uh, next up is a band uh, called Falcon Arrow uh, from Minneapolis, and this is just absolutely brilliant, Pete. I mean, I'd not heard of this band, but I feel like I should have, um, like before. Um, the song we're going to play is called Knob and Tooth, which is hilarious in itself. I don't think it's intentional. But um, yeah, it's this kind of like almost like sci-fi post-metal like anomaly um to be honest it sounds completely unique it's got like weird synths on it it's got kind of um a lot of melody um on here as well and somehow it still sounds dark and um kind of far-reaching doesn't it it does yeah i think you nailed that there. you know I, I found i i'd not listened to this band before but i was aware of them through the, the label turn and crow who I I'm not sure if this came out on it, but previously definitely, yeah. They, you know they were they were affiliated, and, and, and that's a label. I kind of a very small label from Minneapolis, and um, they 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 put out Warcake, you know, a, a band we love on the ah, yeah. podcast very much, and the label does good work. You know, it, if it wasn't for the kind of the postage fees, you know, from America being so so expensive, I'd probably have a lot of excess. You know, other than Warcake, I think Falcon Arrow kind of that roster's most nine hertz appropriate band i guess you know it's that sci-fi artwork like you say that it's like a two-piece um art school doom sound which yeah that sounds insulting i don't mean it to that's a good thing um the other thing is well, you know you list this jack on the surface it's quite a simple approach but then spend more time with it and and for one you you, you begin to hear more and more you know like you say the synth the the different kind of the different moods of it and and for t- and you know and two you you welcome that low lying understated nature. There's there's moments of you know post rock bands. I'm thinking of like um, hundred wances. If you remember them? Yeah, like a bit of that yeah. in there. Even bits of like I, I heard torch in here. I heard I even heard battles in here at one point. And but I, I think generally you've got that kind of boundary boundary rider mood where like stoner rock and post rock meet. It's just really impressive. You know, it's a little different from your norm and it put all the better for it. I can't believe they've been going since 2007, though. That's wow. mad. Wow. <laughs> really is. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely get that. And it, it sounds like um, a lot of bands from, from that era, though, they were sort of like, I don't know, maybe um, the, I imagine their early stuff might sound like lightning bolt or something it's got that kind of madcap mm. kind of thing to it as well like intense like really sort of non-stop um kind of weirdness going on so yeah really enjoyed this um so yeah the uh, record's called patterns in noise uh, we're gonna play the song knob and tooth and you can get this at falconarrow.bandcamp.com
So from something quite uh, pleasant there uh, with uh, Falconaro, we're going straight into the most um, depraved sounding kind of deathy stuff um, you can imagine. Um, really enjoyed this. Uh, a new band called Pallid Veil, uh, who are out now on their Total Dissonance Worship. Um, we're going to play um, a song which kind of, I don't know, it, it feels like it bridges um, so much and it's it's a self-titled one. And I, I don't know, I just kind of had this on and it, it felt like being sucked into some sort of vortex and i know we say this quite a lot but we've got a lot of like psyche kind of doom stuff that we like playing on this podcast but when it sounds this in uh, you know instantly um kind of well i i kind of instantly sat up and listened to this and couldn't concentrate on anything else so um yeah i think that's always a good sign uh, what did you make of it pete because um obviously this is kind of in your wheelhouse uh, in recent years yeah yeah oh you know and and Typical of total distance worship, you know, it, the you know the members of the of Gorgut's Dillinger Escape Plan, you know, on total distance, it's it's a worthy match, you know, completely. Yeah. Um, the the dissonance certainly like is pushed to the max. It, you know, the way it kind of really ignites a couple of minutes in when it really delves in. You know, it's, it's, that's amazing. I thought it's technical, but in this kind of broken way, deconstructing and then rebuilding itself. The second half is a little more considered, but, you know, that, that, it's almost like some of the, you know, noughties, relapse, technical death metal bands as well. Yeah. But the whole thing was, it was like a trip. That's a really good way to put it, yeah. And I think the um, the artwork also struck me as insane as well. <laughs> it's like the more you look at it, the more you see. Um, it's like one of those, like, magic eye pictures um yeah I, I think they've like completely thought about this um in every aspect and i think sometimes you just have to play stuff that this you know just oozes quality like this um so yeah if you want to hear this just head to total dishonest worship uh, this is out on seven inch uh, this is pallid veil
Okay, so that was Pallid Veil. Uh, we're going straight into something uh, a lot more pleasant and a lot more kind of, I don't know, life-affirming. I, I absolutely love this one, Pete. Uh, a band called Okra. They've got an album called Gratitude coming out soon. They're from Gothenburg, Sweden, and, um, you know, that's the home of, of death metal and stuff and, like, sort of blackened stuff. But this feels like it's made in the, I don't know, the plains of, you know, um, Midwest America or something. I don't know. It's, it's just um, so warm-sounding. I absolutely loved it. Mm. You know, it, it, I, I get it. You know, the the point about where it's from. I think that being said, Sweden. You know, like with you think like Graveyard and Witchcraft and yeah. the bands like that. They, what's come out there is unbelievable in terms of this revival of, of the proto dude sound. Um, this gets you know that I was reading the the press blurb and it's labelled as progressive doom, which makes sense. The, the kind of PR also mentions influences of folk and jazz and Americana. And I get that to an extent, but still kind of bring bring it back to that kind of that overarching feel, you know, like say folky proto-doom of, of, of you know, witchcraft, minus maybe the occult overtones. Um, yeah. You know, like the first, the first time I, I kind of, when this song starts, I, I almost felt like, you know, the first time I heard it, I, thought, I wondered whether the, the vocals are going to struggle because it, you know, it's, it's such a vocal led performance, but you know, then I, I kept coming back to this song and then I, I realized that it's really special and kept coming back and again and again and, and singing it in my head and I've been singing it, you know, I, I find myself singing it almost daily, um, weeks on from when I first heard it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm completely hooked. I think it's a brilliant song. It's got these two massive hooks, in it and the vocals just completely shame. Like I say, such a such a great vocal performance and such a you know yeah. really really good song. Yeah, it kind of stopped me in my tracks a little bit, and that's that's always a great sign. And I think I, I just felt very at home straight away with it. So yeah, I'd say it's close to being perfect in some ways. Um, yeah, really really sort of special record. So um, fully recommend people listen to the whole thing. Uh, the record's called Gratitude. Uh, we're going to play a song called Acceptance, and you can get this at okra.bandcamp.com. That's O C K R A.
Okay, so from Art Crow, we're going straight into Outer Heaven. Um, I know we played these um, on podcasts before, um, but it seems to have been like, yeah, it's about about two years now. Um, but yeah, this is absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, out on Relapse Records, so you, you know exactly what to expect. Um, it's death metal. It's, it's incredibly brutal. It's like um, they've sort of like stepped on the gas and they can't get the pedal back up again. That's the best way I can put it. Um, just absolutely brilliant. Um, mm. I, I loved the um, the vocals from before. They seem to have got even more twisted this time. Um, yeah, simple as that, really. Um, did you did you sort of get the same feeling as me, Pete? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's. I mean, for one, you know, like just you sent it to me, and then then even before I'm listening, it's it's you, you just get a feel for it. You know, and the fact that it's on relapse just means it's right. You know, the artwork is is brilliant you know just completely weird and cosmic how it should be you know like death metal like this should be on relapse and should have a weird cover like that yeah and then <laughs> yeah then you listen the music's you know more than decent too it's you know those big rumbling moments especially my favorite bits everything just seems to get wrapped up into a ball and then explodes out i think in general it's it's slightly faster paced than i'd usually listen to but you know in death metal but but still it's you know really cool yeah, really sort of satisfying stuff. Um, so yeah, the album's called Infinite Psychic Depths. Uh, we're going to play a song called Rotting Stone DMT. Uh, you can get this at outerheaven.bandcamp.com. Uh, go and listen to the whole album. It's brilliant.
So to round off today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the most surprising returns I think I've ever known. Um, I had no inkling this was coming out. Um, Sacred Bones have put out a new Carnate record. Um, for those who uh, know the band, um, you know, <laughs> their Things Viral record and their self-titled record from 2001, which is seems like a lifetime ago now, they were, I don't know, an acquired taste at the time, um, but so important in terms of this kind of music. Um, this is at a time when no one was playing this slow and no one was like making such, I don't know, ear-bothering, unpleasant-sounding stuff. And Alan DeBan's vocals are just insane. And they've lost none of that fervor, have they? Um, th- this is just brilliant. Um, mm. I, I, I walked along listening to it, and I was just like, almost like laughing out loud at how ridiculously heavy it is. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that, I knew what to expect from Carnate, but I didn't expect it to be as good as it was 20 years ago so yeah i'm amazing really really impressed by this yeah and i think that's it isn't it? you know like you, you wonder whether when bands suddenly reappear especially unexpectedly you know if we have to such a long time you know will it can it can it match that same quality and, and also like the doom world has moved on you know everyone what's everyone's kind of come around you know they were such pioneers but that's it's you know everyone then took that template and when went on but still I kind of had goosebumps as to it, you know. The yeah. you know, obviously, the kind of the pace is slow. It's you know, this the whole thing is a slow, destructive, unstoppable crawl. You know, like and but of course it is. You know, this is carnage. But what it really like is deceptive. You know, it still feels kinetic. You know, not stuck in a place. Yeah, and and, and kind of you know what I think what I've always thought my favorite thing about carnage is Alan Deban's vocals, like you say. This perfect match, um, totally distinctive within that ethereal, strange cosmos of sound, which is conjured. And just, I, I, I didn't, you know, within knowing about it to listen to it was um, about ten minutes because you know there was no build up to it at all. No, and but I couldn't have expected it to be so good. You know, like you were saying, kind of you, you were almost laughing at it. I, I was, I was kind of almost emotional listening to it. You know, maybe through the surprise of it being there, but just it's like this marvelous, unsuspecting gift to us all. Um, and yeah, I mean, we don't, you know, we often avoid playing the bigger names. You know, I think it's like Bongzilla and Come to Grief had albums out in this, you know, podcast selection window, but we've kind of, you know, tried to, you know, play the less names. But this just feels too special to ignore and too good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the names like if if you're not familiar with this band, obviously like some people might not be. Um, it's Stephen O'Malley, it's James Plotkin, and it's uh, Tim uh, Wasida, I think he's called, um, with the this uh, amazing vocalist um, just fronting it. It I always thought it it sounded like performance poetry in slow motion, like really slow motion. <laughs> um, I never got to see them, so I'm hoping they might play. Um, yeah, heard heard the the um. The shows were just insane around that time, so I was just a bit too young to go and see them <laughs> at the time. So um, yeah, completely missed it. But yeah, this is brilliant, and we're going to play a song called uh, "Like a Poisoned Dog." Um, it's twenty minutes long, so we're going to like just let it roll. 
Um, so I'm not going to say enjoy because I don't think you can actually enjoy this. Um, but yeah, it's it's great to have them back. This is Carnate. We'll see you next week.